My name is Ryan. My name is Vance. Welcome to the RV Podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about depression and anxiety as a, as a whole and how it affects mainly teens and nowadays children, I guess, um, since screen time has gotten that far. Who do you think it uh, most affects? I feel like teenagers, mostly like, you know, what's it called, Gen Z. Um, yes, I do feel like it does have a big effect on children, but I feel like there's not as much, like, social status that comes with, like, social media. Yeah, what about adults, though? What do you think about adults? I feel like it does affect them, but just because um, technology entered their life, like, at a later stage, they are not as reliant on it. It's true. Like, I see my brother and, like, his wife, like, on social media, but they're yeah. not as constantly on social media as we are, and they're not, like, very obsessive with it and possessive with it. Yeah. Just because, like, they post stuff just to post stuff because they enjoy it compared to, like, teenagers and, like, children. They post stuff just to, like, flex or, like, have the best picture, mm-hmm. have the most likes. So I feel like when it comes to, like, the age groups, there's different reasoning to have social media. For them, it's more to, like, connect with other people. Exactly, dude. Um, now, who do you who do you think, which category of people, teens, adults, and children, is affected by with depression and anxiety the most? Um, I feel like, again, like, both children and teens. I, I agree with that. I would say teens, um teens are at the highest level because they're going through that that puberty stage in their life they're going through um a bunch of hormones are just being released from the body so you're you're gonna try new things you're gonna be peer pressured into new thing new types of things and you won't know those effects until the effects of those things until after you're done with them and you've had that experience like downloading a social media account or being peer pressured into sending something or something like that yeah i also feel like it's the stage in which we don't really know what we're going to do with our life, especially like us. Yeah. Um, we're about to go into college. Yeah, some of us might know what we're going to do and might have like our next 10 years planned out. Yeah. And if you do, you know, that's what's <laughs> up. But like, I'm pretty sure most of us have no clue what we're going to do in yeah. the next 10, 10 years of your life. And even if you do have it planned out, it's not still, it's, nothing it's, close it's, to it. <laughs> <laughs> with how much it's changing within the past five years from going from 2015 to 2021 is been a huge leap we have self-driving cars uh we have phones that are foldable now touchscreen phones that are foldable i'm sorry we had foldable uh flip phones back then but yeah um (laughs) but we were talking about this earlier that uh grabbing statistics and 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 finding finding uh studies is a lot easier now with the use of screens and online but also conducting those experiments is a lot easier because we're we're finding which ways are best and which ways are are not the best to find who's been affected by what and i forgot what i was gonna say um we'll jump on to the next thing but for depression a lot of people think that you can just throw therapy at it and it will be okay Mm -hmm. that's completely false and it, it comes with inside and you you need to make that self-recognition before you can come out of the 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 deep dark cloud of depression i've had many friends been been affected by depression not just by social media but in general and they 
they seem happy they seem joyful when you're around them but they're still they're still quiet they're still just lingering yeah, yeah. i don't know how to explain it depression is such a weird weird disease man well i do think like therapy does help at least a little bit just because in therapy you know you're talking to someone that you don't know yeah and you are saying your problems a lot of times we like to avoid saying our problems yeah especially to someone we do know just because we feel like that sense of judgment yeah um you know when you do go to therapy the first couple times it might be a little weird just because you know you're talking to a random person like yeah this is my life one chair <laughs> yeah this, <laughs> this is how uh, messed up my life is uh yeah. but like after a while you kind of like learn to like okay it's it's good to talk about what i'm going through because if you like do build up that like sadness or like that anger towards something you're gonna build a lot of bitterness and would you would you say social media amplifies that bitterness yeah 100 percent. how how would you say that would you say by posting a pic or uh like just staying just staying or not or not even having a social media account at all would you say that amplifies the bitterness or would you say having a social media account would more amplify it i feel like having social media just amplifies it a little bit more for example let's say like you break up with someone and you know you want to show that like oh i'm living my best life or oh you're missing out you know you're gonna post pictures of yourself like all dressed up you know all fitted stuff like that true and instead of like dealing with the breakup you're so worried about what the other person thinks that you're just hurting yourself even more that's very true. Um, I mean, like you said, it, opening up to somebody is very hard at the beginning. And when you have a social media account, you open up to every single person. Mm-hmm. Every single person that you don't even know. And that's what I, that's the main thing is people you don't know are watching you always. Mm-hmm. And that, that, goes, that goes for every day. But especially when you're on social media, especially when you're on, because your 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 account's being shown. You know when you're scrolling through Instagram, mm-hmm. and you see, like, oh, who you might know on Instagram, yeah, and it shows a bunch of those the profile, and then it says it just has follow right there. Yeah, that I think. Um, I just lost my train of thought. I was looking at the Rockies. <laughs> All right, that that's like the the. You're getting thrown out there. You're just getting thrown out there, and you don't even know it. Yeah, which is very scary, in my in my point of view. I mean, I wouldn't want to be thrown out there without me knowing it. Like, like Miss Hamdorf was talking about this today in class. She goes, when a bunch of set, sets of eyes are on you, you get that f- flight or flight sense. You get blood start rushing to your hips so you can run. You start blood rushing to your brain so you can think. That flight or flight is the same thing that happens like when in depression and anxiety starts coming over you it doesn't depression doesn't just come over you anxiety anxiety is the real the real starter of the fire of depression yeah it it just starts coming after you and it's a domino effect with anxiety leading into depression um a fact right here from uh, uh science science.com science hold on sorry <laughs> uh samsa.gov science default says uh sorry i'm taking forever um 27.8 percent of adults reported depression after COVID 19 mm-hmm. before COVID 19 it was at eight mm-hmm. percent what do we do in 
when we went through the quarantine? What, what were you doing pretty much every day? Man, I was just basically in my room playing games. Playing games uh, on a screen, right? Yeah. Everything you did just incorporated a screen except for when you're at a dinner table with your family. Yeah. Or, yeah, so wouldn't you say having alone time would increase um, screen time? Yeah. Nowadays? Yeah, especially during quarantine. I mean, a lot of people, especially if you're single or, like, you're in college, like, by yourself, living in your apartment or something mm-hmm. like that, you're going to feel a lot of loneliness, especially in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Even if you have, like, an animal, you're not going to be able to talk to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you can talk to your dog. Might not talk back. If they do, that's cool. Yeah. But, but um, when you experience that loneliness, that, that loneliness, you try to replace, like, that um, that connection with people with something else. Whether it's, like, with music, um, with TV, um, you know, even, like, more... Sports, yeah. yeah. sports, even more, like, intense stuff like drugs, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Social media is the drug. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of, we kind of, it's like a magnet, and we, we kind of creep toward it when, whenever we're alone, like you said. Um having that that quiet time and alone time is good when you're meditating and and uh, self-reflecting not meditating self-reflecting just like recognizing where you at where you are at in your state of mind and what your intentions are because mm-hmm. your intentions are oh I want this which is a drug social media or an actual drug that's your intention and your only intention is that then you're not you don't have any other intentions to to make it further in life and yeah. that's what it really boils down to um in 2010 there were 1.9 million youths so eight percent of the population 12 to 17 of who, who were diagnosed with depressive depre- depression disorder yeah depressive episode yeah um that's that's kind of scary that's only in 2010 and that's that's freaky to think about if it was only in 2010 we know that the numbers are if not double even triple yeah that's a decade that's a decade and a year ago yeah so like there's a blank spot there goes one um man well we'll we'll jump back on that therapy the solution side of this what would you say is a better solution than than therapy or therapy with a with a family member mm, therapy and also like deleting the app would you say that is a type of therapy yeah just because you know it's like it's um the removal of something it's the removal of that like addiction like you said yeah um you know the first couple days you will have like a withdrawal like a serious withdrawal where you're gonna want to like waste your free time and I say waste, like, with reasoning. With yeah. Um, you're wasting your free time on these applications, you know, like Instagram, Twitter. I'm not going to say that I don't waste my time on it. I do. It's Everybody's caught victim to it because yeah. when we were talking about this earlier, you have a screen in front of you at, I want to say 100% of the time, but that's not accurate. It's yeah. it's about 95 to 90% of the time. Yeah. Um, the NBA chs.com states that or not doesn't state they say the participant has a tv on for a whole hour 
uses a laptop for 25 minutes to complete some work and checks their social media on the side on their on their iPhone. How do you measure a screen time like that? That you, you can't. Yeah. There's no possible way. Um, just because, I mean, what would you do? Would you add like separate times, like an hour of the TV plus the 20 minutes of the computer plus the 15 of social media? So what is that, hour 35? Yeah. Or are you just going to add it? Oh, they did an hour of exactly. screen time. And when we're, when we're, I, I don't, why am I trying to tell phone like this, dude? I'm going to have to edit some of this out. I'll do it myself. I'm sorry. Um, when the TV's on and you're checking your social media account, you're doing homework on another screen. You're also looking at videos from your buddies that are sending you all this stuff's going on. But that's what's going on right now in this day of age. Mm -hmm. Back then, what our parents are doing were building Legos, uh, drawing, writing. I mean, maybe maybe not building Legos at 25. Not 25, (laughs) but like, there was, there was like, newspapers. You know those like uh, little screw sets? Yeah. Like little marble screw sets. That's what my dad played with. My mom was also an outdoors kind of girl yeah but i feel like like you said there is a big difference in how we like spend our free time um you know that that goes down from like dating to how you spend your free time you know some people might go to the gym some people might play video games like i do some people might play a sport some people might do these different things and that's how it is day and age right now but back then if you wanted to date you wouldn't hit someone up on tinder you would go to a bar you would walk down the street and actually ask for that person's phone number or something like that and having the the ability to see these facts on a daily basis Mm -hmm. would you say that makes us more educated or makes us makes us more it makes us more educated obviously but do you think in a positive way like oh i just since since all these people have depression or all these people use social media I can use this for this amount of time. Do you think it's justified like that? I feel like we're kind of blinded to it because we have all this information and we understand the information, but we neglect it. Dude, you, it's <laughs> the domino after the domino. When I ask you, it's it's perfect. Yeah. It's that's a hundred percent true. Ninety nine percent of fifteen year olds have some sort of screen time use every day. Mm-hmm. That's almost a hundred percent, dude. No wonder there's these depression cases being popped up out of nowhere. And that, I mean, there there could be a, a false sense of these cases because of social media. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I feel this way and I see somebody feeling this way, so I'm going to act that way as well. Mm-hmm. And that goes to this, like, friend group kind of kind of idea of, oh, I want to fit in this group, so I got to put myself out there like that. Yeah, that goes more in the identity, but you know what I mean. But uh, you know, there's also like a positive light if you do think about it when it comes to like depression and social media. You know, we have mentioned like a lot of bad, but also you know, like that friend thing, like how you were about to mention. Um, mm-hmm. For example, for me, you know, if I'm having a rough day, you know, I'll talk to Marcus or I'll talk to yeah. my cousin John or I'll talk to Josh, and you know, we're all in four different places yeah. of the country. <laughs> Uh, you know, Marcus is in Florida. My cousin's in Texas. Josh is, you know, a couple minutes away, but still. What would you do if that were 20 years ago? You were the same age 20 years ago. I would have to write letters and send a bird right on the 
Get the little bird yeah, roll coil up yep. on the foot. <laughs> Maybe it gets there at some point, but you know, there are those positives when it comes to like social media. You are able to connect with, you know, these different groups and different people and like not lose those connections because we didn't have social media. I would have lost my connection with my cousin. I would have lost my connection with Marcus. That's very true. Very true. Having having that, that availability is nice yeah. now. My grandpa was talking about this the other, the other day on the phone. We were like, he was saying, it, it's, it's amazing that I'm able to talk to you whenever I want. Yeah. And text you my thoughts whenever I want. You're able to have everybody's input. Yeah. It's it's, it's plain as that. Um I mean my brother he has suffered a couple of anxietal issues and learning from that and gaining from his suffering. I I've, I've learned that it's not what you do that that's that gets rid of depression it's looking looking within yourself you can't look outside of yourself you can i I don't know how to explain this this is hard um self self or personal awareness personal awareness there Mm -hmm. we go uh you need personal awareness to to really evaluate how you're feeling and, and what your mindset is that's that's the main topic of what I want the solution to be for today I like you know what I mean like Like you need to look into yourself rather than look around yeah sometimes you just need to focus on yourself rather than worry what's going on yeah it's those it's very small choices that you make every day like oh I'm not gonna eat breakfast that that affects you 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 get in a you, you don't eat breakfast that you start your day off wrong you you don't have any nutrients in you you're you're starting physically you're going down that will translate to you mentally and then you translate that that into your social media account oh today's monday not feeling too great haven't had breakfast um gotta share that other people are gonna see that okay she's not having a good day how's my day going you know it 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 affects everybody now um on the, the smallest scale just like that i didn't i didn't have breakfast I put that out there. But looking within yourself is one of the most key parts of mental health. Staying healthy and not falling into that that deep end of deep thought and double-guessing yourself. Yeah. Been there, done that. Um, You got anything to add on that? On uh, looking in within and just... I mean, sometimes when, you know, we are using, like, that social media just to say every single little detail in our life isn't the best. (laughs) Yeah. Just because, like, no offense to people, but I don't really need to know that you're eating breakfast (laughs) at this very moment. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But, like you said, it does have an effect on you. Um, Whether it's, like, the response to people, just, like, the way that, you know, I responded there. You know, someone might be like, oh, that's not cool that you said that, like... I want you to care about my lucky charms that I just ate in the morning. But also, you know, there's also an effect on all. Only like 30 people viewed this story. Mm-hmm. I wonder what people think. Like, why don't they care? You know, just different stuff like that. Um, you know, it's not always good to put your your um, your everyday moves. Yeah. 
sometimes you just need to work in silence, honestly. To add on that, 20 years or 30 years ago, back in the 90s, or 40 years, 40 years ago, I didn't really think about it. That's almost half a century ago. It's the 80s. In the 80s, we didn't have all this social media, so we couldn't put our every move out there. And I bet if our every move was, every move was out there in the 80s, it would be exactly how it is right now. Yeah. Exactly the same. That... I don't. I lose my train of thought, dude. I feel like you can use it in like more of a practical example, cause um, you know, let's use basketball. Yeah. Every time someone gets an offer, what's the first thing they do? They go insane. Yeah. They go bonkers. <laughs> what's the second thing they do? They post it on Twitter. Yeah. Post it no, on that's Instagram. Going insane. Yeah. Like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see these interviews with like Nate Robinson, and I forgot who else mentioned it. Like. You don't need to mention that you got that offer, bro. You know, yeah. put your head down, keep working. Yeah. Do you want one offer or you want thirty offers? Like, put post the offer that you feel you most achieved from, not every offer and every achievement you've made. Yeah. Like we're not trying to belittle the the you know the achievement. Like, hey, you got an offer, bro. Like, congrats. But since since depression and anxiety was more like buried back in that like in the eighties, do you believe? people still dealt with it the same way or a very different way i think honestly i think back then it was bad it was really bad it just wasn't as amplified i feel like they looked at it as like a disease rather than something that we just deal with on everyday basis or it could have been a part of everyday teenager life and we wouldn't have noticed it yeah if i bet doing an analysis on a high school back in the 80s and an analysis on high school currently there's a lot more there's, it isn't um, divided. It's not like there's a lot more friend groups back then than there is now. A lot more people are nicer now because of the society that social media has created. That yeah. all the screen time has created, and that that can combat depression, but that can also increase it. You know? Yeah, but I feel like we're more accepting of depression because, like I said, um, we understand yeah. that people get it. We understand that. I'm pretty sure almost every single one of us are going to experience at some point in our life. Um, and because, you know, we are more accepting, we're not like, oh, you got depression, get away. No, we're like, you got depression, how can I help? What do you need? Like those groups, you can yeah. go into those groups who are suffering the same thing as you, and you can talk about your problems more so with than your parents. It's easier to talk to with somebody who actually has the same problems than not at all. Yeah. That pretty much boils it down for today on depression and anxiety. Um, it's kind of scary what America has come to with all these these popping up cases and new medicine uh, prescriptions. Just, yeah, you can you can get very reliant when it comes to like antidepressants and stuff like that. Well, self medication as well. People don't believe they need actual prescription medication so they revert to drugs THC um, MDMA (laughs) all everything Uh, yeah that's that's not good it's something that we really need to address and really need to push out there that social media is your friend until there's a limit to everything until you make it not your friend it's you that, that, that will ruin it for yourself goes for every single drug like alcoholics 
you can drink, you can have your 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 fun, but drinking all the time isn't good. Mm-hmm. On social media all the time isn't good. I mean, we're gonna talk about um, in the next podcast screen time about close mindedness or close. Uh, it's called myporia. It's mm-hmm. a disease with your eye. Um, you, it's it's called like close seeing. You yeah. can't. You can see really close, but you can't see. It's super blurry for distances that are like far. Yeah. And that's. That, it's just cool to think about that. But yeah, that wraps it up for today. Um, but uh, thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. We truly appreciate it. At the end of the day, um, if you guys are dealing with depression, anxiety, feel free to talk to anyone. Honestly, um, if you guys know us. Uh, feel free to you know talk to me. I, I've dealt with stuff like that before. It's not not so good. So uh, if if you you guys are suffering, there's I know this is you guys probably heard this a bunch, but there is a hotline yeah. and there is there is other people you can talk to. There's a whole world, virtually and in reality. So and also my dudes out there, uh, you don't have to be manly, bro. If you're dealing with it, like yeah. I feel like it's more manly to admit that you're going through something. That is true. Don't don't hold it back. If it's really affecting you that much, if it's affecting you to the point where it's physically affecting you and you're like just not feeling well, just that's you. I really you just gotta recognize that. Mm-hmm. Just gotta really recognize. So thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the RV Podcast. We will see you guys next time.